So we're talking about mindset mess. This is part three, the third, maybe, I don't know, final installment <laughs> of this series. And so this is really talking about the circle of maturity. Yes, yeah, selfishness is at an all-time high. That's right. Toxic culture about relationships permeates everything. It influences how we think about our relationships. And so, you know, we cannot address mindset messes without addressing our mindsets toward one another, especially as kingdom-minded married entrepreneurs. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about learning from the unlikely and even the unlikable at times. And we're going to be talking about the maturity that comes through friction in a relationship as well as curating your connections. It's it's going to be good, y'all. You ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPenalLife.com. <laughs> this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, leave a lasting Impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategies to help them live out their God-given vision profitably together. Now, if you are a spousepreneur, maybe where one of you is working in the business while the other is working a nine-to-five, mm-hmm. or you're entrepreneurs, maybe where you're both operating individual businesses, and there's also couplepreneurs where you are operating the same business together. If you are either one of those or a combination of any of those, then you are absolutely in the right place. That's right. We're actually two out of the three. In fact, I co-own a realty company as well as have a consultancy where I consult organizations as well as individuals, helping them to boost revenue, increase income through real estate investing and acquisitions. Yes. And I have founded a creative arts staffing firm as well as a consultancy that works with Creative women helping them build multiple revenue streams with their craft. And together, of course, we are here running, operating Married Preneur Live as your Married Preneur mentors and strategists. And we are honored to do so. With that being said, uh, today is a very different topic. Yeah. But necessary and needed, especially when we're talking about mindset mess. Whew, mindset mess. And when it comes to how we deal with other people, these are the things that we don't, you're not going to hear a lot of business coaches talk about how you treat people, right? Like, well, not always in the best way. So we want to bring light to light um, some things that we've seen over the last, I don't know, several, I'm not even say several years. We've just seen it for mm-hmm. a while. And it's become more and more, uh, we become more and more aware of it. And we want to address it um, as kingdom-minded maritpreneurs and just making sure that we are all just being aligned with uh, the kingdom message as we build our businesses and making sure that our priorities are in the right place. And so we had a talk the other week, not even thinking about the podcast. We weren't even thinking about recording at all. We this was just husband and wife conversation. Just like early one morning, I think we we're laying up in the bed and mm-hmm. just talking. And sometimes we just, you know, have those conversations and I'm like, oh my goodness, this 
this is so good. I wish we could take this conversation and put it on a podcast. In that moment, I thought about it, but we had just, we, we'd already started talking about it. And so I said, okay, let's try to recreate, like re, like regurgitate what we just did and keep talking. Just keep that convo going to bring everyone up to speed. And so we did that and we I think we got a really good gist of what, the feel of the conversation was. Um, so we're going to be sharing pieces of that uh, with you all in this episode as the final installment uh, for the mindset mess <laughs> whole, what do we call it? The whole series, right? Yeah. Um, but we're cleaning it all up, right? We're cleaning up the mindset messes right now because when we talk about circle of maturity, dealing with others is important. And so there are three main Three main, I would say, attributes that we've seen or issues. I don't know. We want to address. I don't know what, know what to call them. But these would be three aspects, aspects right? I guess aspects we could say okay. that we've noticed, that we've observed, that we're going to highlight right now. Right. So the first one is this. There's a saying. I'm sure maybe you've heard it. If you're the smartest one in the room or in your circle or even in the room, then get another circle. Right, or yeah, get it or if you're the smartest one among your friends, time for some new friends. In quote, yeah, I'm sure you've heard it, some version so, of that. So we want to just share a little bit of um, our thoughts on that right in this clip right here. I circle, yeah, I circle can't be people who just say we want to be like them because the smartest one they have a bunch of material things. We want to, we want people in our circle that we can grow and and, and understand how to be better husbands and wives. Can we start from the base? Yeah. That first statement though, people say. Um, if you're the smartest one in your circle, then change circles. So smart, oftentimes people look at that as what they have. Yeah, That's what a person has accumulated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're smart in other areas too. And if you're only looking at one area, you're totally missing out on the other areas of being smart. Such Absolutely. as examples, talk about friends with strong relationships. Or friends, friends with strong marriages. Um, you see people who have strong marriages, maybe they don't have the largest house or the most automobiles or whatever, but they have a really solid family unit, a really solid marriage. That's a person you would want to add to your circle that has nothing to do with material things. It's, it, it's about the soul of the person, the heart of the person, the maturity of the person, the spirit of the person. We want to glean those things as well. You know, there are people that we can go to and say, hey, you know what? They're really astute in business and they've built great businesses. We can absolutely glean from them. But those are not the only types of people that we can add to our circles. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that was, I'm sure, uh, insightful and enlightening for you. I know for us to even talk that through to really mm -hmm. unpack that, that morning that we did, that was really, really helpful for us and really refocusing. So speaking of the smartest one in the room, we just want to make sure that we are always learning from those because there's always something to learn. Yeah, and, and absolutely. We want to surround ourselves and people in, in our community mm -hmm. that are further along, that are more developed. We just want to make sure that we have a good range of those folks, right? Yeah, they don't all look the same. Gold does not always. And they don't all the have same. to have success in the same areas for yeah. us to be able to learn and glean from them. Yes, that's so good. So good. Okay, so that was one part. Okay, the other thing that we really want to address, I'm sure you've heard of this as well, the whole cancel culture, when someone offends you or... Somebody does something things. or did something 10 years ago and now we want to write them off. Mm -hmm. Or they as did it this people morning. people can't grow. Yeah, right. or they did it this morning. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, when we talk about taking offense, that we're not, our goal is not to take offense. There, That doesn't mean we have to be the best of friends with people or just because someone is... Um, different or has different views even then from us that we disagree with. Let's talk about that real quick, shall we? Let's do it. We shall. Oftentimes, really healthy 
um, friendships will go in ebb and flow. There'll be times where you guys are talking every day. There'll be times where you talk less, far less frequently. But the but the relationship has such a has such a mature bond that it doesn't require the same thing in every season. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of friendship that we ought to be aspiring to have. Um, not ones that as long as we're getting the even emotional things that we need all the time. Mm-hmm. That, that wouldn't even be true in marriage. You don't always get the kind of emotional things you need every time in marriage, but you don't just call it quits. Hopefully not. Right. So mm-hmm. hopefully not. Yeah, so when we talk about cancel culture, sometimes it also has to do with, you mentioned in that little clip about um, being there for someone emotionally. Like sometimes we have the capacity to do that. Sometimes we don't, but it can be easy for someone to take offense. It could be easy for us to take offense if we feel like, you know, that person is not available, emotionally available because seasons change, right? There's that piece that in our hearts, if we're not mindful, you can easily become resentful and do a whole cancellation in your heart without the other person even knowing how you're feeling or what's going on with that. And sometimes it's a matter of us just growing up. Yeah, and it might not be an overt, obvious cancellation, as you mentioned, but Mm -hmm. it could be us just merely withholding our Mm -hmm. compassion. Ooh, withholding compassion. Okay, so that's another area. The third and final area we want to talk about cleaning up this whole mindset mess, dealing with the circle of maturity, is... Okay, how should I say this? We all have or have had that one friend or family member, maybe that... Um, not that they are, you know, prone to like they enjoy drama, but they have just life keeps happening. They've Has, been going through a lot of things in life and they continue to go through a lot of things it. in life. And it can be easy to want to isolate them or, oh, my goodness, here they come type of thing. Um, and I get that. So, well, so here's the thing. I think. Well, before we go into what I think, <laughs> um, how about we just play this segment and Let's then we'll bring it up at the end. OK, bearing each other's burden. Yes. Yes. Being being, you know, being the kind of community that you want to be a part of. And so, you know, when you have friends that may be going through bereavement during the holidays, maybe there was a loved one that passed um, in, a, in that person's life. And even if it was two years ago, you know, we want to be the kind of people, the kind of friends where the kind of believers where we 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 consider another person's interests, not just our own. And we check in. Hey, how are you? Wanted to reach out to you. That person could be single. That person could be bereaved. The person could be single and going through a bereavement. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So bearing each other's burdens um, is key in order to do that. You can't bear their burdens while you're busy. While you're so consumed. mindful of your own. Yeah. Consumed mm-hmm. with your own and you have no room for others. That just means literally checking on them. What are they dealing with? How can you pray with them? How can you stand with them? How can you be believing with them? That's what we're to do. How can you encourage them? How can you remind them of God's goodness? I mean, sometimes somebody, sometimes we just need people to remind us of God's goodness, you know? Okay. So that piece yeah just really being there for our friends taking mm-hmm. inventory of how we're treating our friends not always just merely receiving but bearing the burdens of others and people go through various challenges of life they're in different seasons and positions in life and so we just want to be very thoughtful and mindful of those things um yeah also for ourselves too i know um i've been thinking really more so about this if this the thought of who we are to be as kingdom-minded marriedpreneurs. Um, ultimately, we are, when it comes to each other, we are to bear one another's burdens. But what does that look like today? 
right? When we talk about bearing each other's burdens, is it only when we're and it's convenient for us or when we feel strong enough to do it and we feel we have enough time to do it or have enough money to do it? Like when mm. is it convenient to bear one another's burdens and such an individualistic type of society um, and the day that we're in, it's all about, well, let me just do what I need to do. I need to go after mine. I need to do what I, I need to go get this paper. I, I need did to, it for me. I did it for me. You should do, you it, do it for, for you. you right? right. I think whew, there, there's so much to be said about that. Um, that is not neglect or negate personal responsibility. Yeah, we're not so absolving we're not, people yeah. personal responsibility. But what we are doing is we're saying, you know what? I see how I can help. And, there's, mm-hmm. and that help can look like a lot of different things. Yes. So Sometimes it's just about teaching people what we've gone through and say, hey, I'm going to help you. But just mm-hmm. so you know, the next time that this happens, here's what you want to do in a case like this. Here's what mm-hmm. you want to look out for in a case like this. Mm-hmm. But to just totally, you know, disconnect our mm-hmm. assistance. Yeah. No. And, and sometimes God would have it that we go through our own go through so we can be compassionate for others. That's absolutely um, right. I prefer, I, my desire is just to be compassionate. <laughs> That's what I really want to do. Can I just be compassionate on the front end without having to go through anything to be compassionate? I just want to be compassionate. Because um, that's what we're called to do anyway. You know, we are uh, called to be a community of faith. Yeah, but even even our Lord did that. You yeah. know, the Bible says that he was tempted in every way as we are, yet he was without sin. So he came so that he could feel what it's like that we could, yeah. you know, go through. We have not a high priest who doesn't know, mm. who does not not know what it's right. like to be t- uh, uh, attempted or to or to feel the the challenges and the infirmities that we often feel. Mm. And yet he can now represent us from a place of identifying with us in that way. That's so encouraging, right? Yeah. yeah so let's go over to enjoying the journey together and let's dig in deeper with this with some more practical and actionable steps. at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you practical, actionable steps so you too can see traction fast. Okay, three questions you can use to really enjoy the journey together with all that we've shared regarding your circle of maturity. So ask yourself this first question. Who in your life can you glean from? Remember, we're not looking for people who merely are successful in one particular area. Mm -hmm. but We want to look for people who are displaying fruit and evidence of success in all the various aspects of life. So, secondly, you want to ask who in your life can you add to, right? So, who in you all's circle, your community, can you guys add to, meaning you're now bringing value into their life, helping them in areas where you are successful, maybe where they may struggle. And then lastly, you want to... Be better friends or ask yourself, how can we be better friends first to one another as husband and wife and then let that spill over into pour over into your other relationships? Yes. So if this episode has been helpful to you and you two are seeking ways to, yes, continue to grow powerfully in sync as we've been sharing through this episode and the others a part of this series as well, we have a special gift for you. We invite you to download our comprehensive 2021 Marriedpreneur Checklist. Now in this checklist, you're going to find tons of, you're going to gain tons of clarity. You're going to absolutely accelerate in your momentum and find new ways to work powerfully in sync together. Plus, in addition to this, every single quarter will be 
keeping track and following you to hold you accountable right here on this podcast. So you can go ahead and download your copy of the 2021 Marriedpreneur Checklist right now over at marriedpreneurlife.com, marriedpreneurlife.com. Until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in in sync. sync. Peace, Peace, guys. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both sort and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. What? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, Press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable for the people in the back.